I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Sunday League Pundits powered by Cool Bet. How's it going, guys? Not too bad. How are we feeling? Midweek podcast because your boy said in the Vegas tomorrow. Yeah, you hey, are. You're in a better hey. spot than we are. Um, I guess, yeah. So, um, we also have, um, uh, I guess, in the background. Hi, Cass. She's, I guess in the she, background. She, she, she does not care. No, nah, she's doing like interior design shit. So. What's, what's that? What's that meme? I do not care. Yeah, is, yeah. That's that's yeah, Cass. Yeah. Right funny now. thing, you know, I went I, I went to a family dinner for this past weekend, and I learned that most of her family are Chelsea supporters. Oh. oh. <laughs> So they're all talking about Chelsea and you know Serbian players. I'm like, I should have mentioned who I support. I should. Oh mentioned. yeah, I, there she beaked her interest. There, there it is. What? Yeah. What? What? We're talking about Serbian players. <laughs> what? Shout out uh, Mitro. Yeah, I, don't know, I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna. I don't know if it's gonna come out before or after this podcast. But I have recorded a special video specifically on Chelsea, so that should be coming okay. out in the next day or so. So we'll yeah, see. We'll see what yeah. happens. So, but uh, a lot going on around Chelsea. Kickback has talked a lot about Chelsea recently, and this is not going to change because. A big signing coming in and anything but results. I believe as of right now, Chelsea is 10 points from a Champions League spot and also 10 points from a relegation spot. So no team in the top six has scored less than uh, Chelsea right now. In fact, they have the lowest goal differential as well. So Joao Felix is coming in as uh, we can talk about some of the fumbles as well. But what? Uh, how are we feeling about this Joao Felix move? Is it going to help um, Chelsea? Is it really going to be just kind of a? I move? I'm excited to see what he can bring to Chelsea. What he can do in the Premier League. Um, I don't really know what kind of player he is, to be honest. But you know, there's always been so much hype around him since he was in Portugal. He hasn't really, you know, lived up to the potential that you know, 100 million. You know, he's, he hasn't become, he hasn't become, you know, Holland, Mbappe, you know, Foden even, right? So, uh, it's going to be interesting. Uh, it's, is it, it's on loan, right? It's a loan deal. Yeah. The six yeah. month loan deal. Chelsea covers 100% of the wages and an 11 million, uh, loan deal bonus as a as a payment kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what, what is going to happen with Joe Felix in the Premier League? The answer is absolutely nothing. He's really? going to do nothing. Um, 
he's not a goal scorer. If you look no. at his numbers that he's put up, yes, I know he's at Atletico Madrid. I know that's a defensive team under Diego Simeone. That is not a goal scorer. I am sorry. Uh, his his numbers that he has scored for Atletico Madrid in La Liga are a joke, honestly. And the fact that uh, Chelsea and, and Graham Potter are pinning their hopes on him to be that attacking, creative threat it's going to end miserably. Um, Joao Felix, as of right now, is in the 85th percentile at non-penalty goals, in the 93rd percentile in uh, all of Europe, or in the top five leagues, or amongst forwards as well, um, when it comes to assists, 93rd percentile in uh, assists there. 86th percentile at expected assists as well, and uh, is also in the 98th percentile when it comes to interceptions. So I don't, big words. don't I've, I've never really considered him as a, you know, goal scorer. I'm looking at transfer market and he's played, you know, back when he played in Portugal, he was played as a second striker scoring 14 goals, nine assists in Portugal. The last time he was there, he's also, he can also play on the wing. Um, in the last couple of years with Atletico Madrid, uh, yeah, he's kind of more been like a center forward striker, so I'm interested to see how they'll play with him and Kai Havertz. I'm 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 just kind of I'm surprised that he's moving away from Atletico. Well, I mean, <laughs> Chelsea need to score goals, so I mean, I understand maybe he you don't consider him a goal scorer, and I don't either. Yeah, neither do I. But he's being signed and brought yeah. in to be a goal scorer, and that's why I say no. No, he, for sure he, he is though. He's bringing, he's being brought in to produce goals. You know more than just kicking the ball into the net. It counts as as. But who's gonna who's gonna put goal, it right? into the net? Okay, but the, well, you you also need to bring in a, to be somebody fair, who can help. To be fair, they did say that Christian Pulisic is gonna be out for a couple months, so it's kind of maybe he you know comes in for him a little bit, right? Especially who's god awful. <laughs> So, um, plus, uh, Chelsea are also linked with um, Turam, um, and Abamyang. I totally forgot he was a Chelsea. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, Abama, who? But but Abamyang is supposedly there's talks about him being allowed to leave Chelsea, and there's a clause in his contract that he is only allowed to return to Barcelona. So, could he be going back to Barca for the remainder of the season? Listen. Oba, back to Barca, Memphis, the United. Just saying. You want him back? Why the fuck not? He's not so red cowboy he, hat. You good. want him I, back? I don't yeah. think he's gonna be. You know, I think he'd be a good signing. I'm not gonna say he's like uh, be game changing. Straight up, I'll be completely honest with you. I have absolutely no issues, zero problems with Vout Veghorst going to Old Trafford. Neither I do I. Think I, I, I he's I, gonna I, be a decent. I think it's okay. Okay, it'll be fine. I 100% agree. I, I mean, there's also, there's obviously going to be like the um, World Cup bias where you sit there and go, oh, wow, look. Well, that course, he's a good, like, just like support striker, I find, especially with like someone like Martial or Rashford get injured. Someone you can put in because let's be honest, they don't really have any other options. They just, need, they guys, just need options. You guys are a team that consists of Christian mm-hmm. Erickson, Luke Shaw, um, yeah. Anthony. Who can all put in a good cross? So a six foot five center forward does not hurt. Okay, listen. So I just I I just pulled out those 
uh, odd like percentile stats. These are all from uh, FB reference or football reference, whatever. So these are his numbers in uh, amongst forwards here. Veghorst or Veghorst, yes. Okay. He is in the fourth percentile, which means he is only better than 4% of the forwards in Europe when it comes to non-penalty goals. Uh, he is in the 33rd percentile, so better than 33% of forwards in Europe uh, at non-penalty expected goals. Uh, he does have a 68th percentile in the assist, um, but other than that, it is just... I mm -hmm. There's a part of me that actually thinks... Percentile. Touches 12th percentile. The only good numbers are tackles, interceptions, and clearances and blocks. For it's a good uh, thing you're signing for a center forward and not CDM. Hmm. hmm. I, but I there's a weird part of me that thinks he will work at United. I, I could see it. You know, I, I would hope he becomes like a Manzukic type, uh, Olivier Giroud type. Someone who I mean, just gets you a goal like when you need it, kind of thing. Like a, a Chicharito. You know, remember when hey, we had that guy? Yeah, big hey. man Chicharito. Who recently, oh. Shout out to Chicharito, who recently gifted a bunch of subs in Pokemane's chat. Really? <laughs> Two worlds you wouldn't expect to collide. Pokemane and Chicharito. That's Chicharito, so he's a Twitch streamer now, but he's not playing. He's fucking playing Warzone. Yes, I've been seeing him on, <laughs> on uh, TikTok all the time. All the time recently, just like like live yeah. on TikTok. I don't know why, but uh, so far this year at Besiktas, eight goals, um, two goals at Burnley. He scored twenty with Wolfsburg in uh, 2020, 2021. You, so, hold up. Mm -hmm, speaking see. of Besiktas, Liam, do you? I maybe Brad. I don't know. Do you remember the Besiktas announcement videos? Come, Come to, to Besiktas. It's like boom, boom, boom. And it's like poorly edited. It's like I am no. at Besiktas. Uh, they were so good. That was like what four or five seasons ago. Yeah, really? Besiktas just spending money like crazy, and it was just, hey, come to Besiktas. Boom, 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 and then, boom. then Pepe picks up the phone. Okay, I come to Besiktas. Yeah, <laughs> so so bad, but so good kind of thing. Yeah, but the 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 transfer triangle seems to be happening, including Besiktas, because Cristiano Ronaldo leaves Manchester United goes to Al Nasir. Uh, we're looking at Besiktas center forward of uh, Valdvekors going to Old Trafford and as a replacement for him at Besiktas, uh, Al Nasir are willing to let go uh, Vincent Abubakar or whatever the hell his name is. Well, I, I heard they released him. Yeah. Was it officially released yet or is that just in the talks of happening? Yeah. I don't even know, but I'm, I'll, I'll Google it. But It's one of those wink wink nod nods type thing, I think. Yeah. I mean, I think I think he he had a good World Cup as well, and he does does deserve a, a decent move. I yeah, it's unfortunate he cannot play with Cristiano Ronaldo, but I don't think Ronaldo. According to, to um the Indian Express, nice. Uh, this is what Abubakar says. I always thought that Messi was better than Ronaldo, but after I had practice with him, I knew I was right. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> this is an actual quote. Yeah, I I don't know that that can't be real. That like, it no, could be, be it could be real, but that is it could quote. be though. There's a strong no, no, he's also the same guy who dapped up the ref after getting a red card. So yeah, that's fair Mundo enough. Deportivo quoted reports from NTV Sport that Abubakar has conceded. I always thought that Messi was better than all, but after I had practice with him, I knew I was right. That's so good. <laughs> this can't be real. That's so good. Can we uh, can we get can we get back quickly though on on Chelsea? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and 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 their moves now for Joe Felix. 
So my question for you, you brought up Erling Holland, you brought up Mbappe. They're all relatively the same age. Joe Felix is 23 years old. Mm. He cost 111 million pounds when he transferred from Benfica to Atletico Madrid. At 23 years old, going out on loan for the remainder of the season, has Joe Felix been a flop? I would say at the moment, yes. He hasn't really lived up to any standards, and by, I think, 23, you should be kind of producing at some rate, and it's been very inconsistent. I mean, he has uh, some injuries, and I just, I find it interesting. If you look at Chelsea's squad, I don't even know what to make of it. It's a very, can I say imbalanced? I, I don't know if that's the right word, because they have so many technical players. But other than I, that, I think Chelsea's just, in a transitional period right now. They don't know who they want to yeah, be. I, I do don't they want to keep identity. a Jorginho and Kovacic and Conte, or do they want to bring in these young players who yeah. they have signed and spent good money on, but haven't maybe lived up to the expectations yet? If, if, you're, Ch- you're, if you're Atletico Madrid, if you're an Atletico Madrid uh, supporter, and you say, okay, in four years, I will get you 25 goals. Terrible. Really? For 111 million before a playmaker, I would say that's good. Like, it's well, yeah, with, well, let's well, well, you said, what did you say about Felix? How many goals? He has 40, uh, 25 goals okay. with the Atletico Madrid, 13 assists. Um, 24 of those goals have been from uh, non penalties, and he's only scored one penalty as well. The thing, too, as mentioned, he's a distributor and He's going to Atletico Madrid or went to Atletico Madrid, was going in that transfer. Who, playing under Diego Simeone, who we have spoken about to nauseam about how boring his football is, they just lost. They Weren't they bottom of the group in a group with Club Bruges and, and, and uh, um, FC Porto? Excuse me. They lost both times to those teams. No, and I, I do t- agree with that. So then how are you expecting him to go out there in La Liga and go there and produce when the system is anything but towards his play style and B, in a system that never lets him play, in a coaching system that never lets him play? And once he does play, it's maybe for the last 10 minutes of the game? I will agree. I, I, do, I do think the move to Atletico Madrid has greatly affected him and his ability to produce and score goals because the system just doesn't work for him. Those numbers just do concern me. And he's going to Chelsea who have struggled to create and score goals. I know you're saying he's going to be the one to create the goals, maybe not to score them, but he still needs someone to put them in the back of the net. And I just don't see who that's going to be for Chelsea. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm fair with that. Do they need to make another move though? Well, they're talking about Turam. Right. Um, They have money to spend. I just read this tweet, too. Um, Mason Mount, this is from Absolute Chelsea. There's two parts to this. Uh, Absolute Chelsea goes from David Ornstein. Mason Mount felt bewildered, quote, bewildered. After the signing of Joao Felix from Atletico Madrid, he is now starting to question whether he will be given a new contract. In response to this news, like with Tuchel, he has given Potter the angry eyes. Then, David Ornstein responds with, please delete this. So, <laughs> there's there's a lot of, m- not misinformation, that is misinformation, but a lot of uh, 
interesting banter that can go around. I think that's also kind of alongside the Abu Bakr, uh, whatever move there. So, uh, yeah, just interesting how now it's starting to maybe cause turmoil. We haven't even thought about Mason Mount yet as well. Well, I, I look at that Chelsea squad and there's a lot of players who have really underperformed, especially this season. Like you mentioned, uh, Mason Mount, I think Hakim Ziyech has really underperformed so far in his Chelsea career. Kai Havertz to an extent. I know he scored some big goals, but Kai Havertz has come into Chelsea, played 116 games, scored 28 goals. It's it's not a great return. Yes, he's not a center forward. He's not a center forward, but he's been used as that target center forward. So... <laughs> Connor Gallagher. We, yeah, Connor Gallagher is a good call too. We need to remember too that Christopher Nkunku is coming next year. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he is. Yes, yeah. I know that's not this year, and it's not guaranteed that Joao Felix will be at Chelsea next year, but well, there's more goal scoring there. It right? looks unlikely, honestly, because he did sign today. He signed a new contract with Atletico Madrid, extending him until 2027. He's not staying at that at Atletico Madrid. I think that's, that's more. It's more of a bad just in case. I, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't believe that at all. I don't believe that at all. Um, shall we move into Carabao Cup? Anything else we want to talk about with Chelsea? Let's let's go talk about the Carabao oh, Cup. Yeah. Okay. Well, one thing I want to ask you really quick. Um, did you guys see uh, Dan Byrne hitting the Fortnite dance? Yes. Yes. Did no. you not see that? I saw Dan Bird score a worldy goal, yeah, but I didn't it, see him hit the Fortnite dance. He did the Fortnite dance, and then unfortunately, children are like, it's cringe. It's embarrassing. Oh, shut up. Oh, Dan, man. Like, oh, my God. Give a shit. Camera today. Dan Byrne is a six foot six defender who is missing a finger, who drives a smart car, and is playing for his boyhood club. Do you think he gives a single fuck about anything? No. <laughs> no. But yeah, let's get to the Caribou Cup. Because there's a good reason. Why he's hitting that as uh, yesterday, Newcastle tops Leicester City 2-0 at the Carabao Cup, moving them on into the semifinals alongside Manchester United, who probably had the easiest uh, draw here against Charlton. Oh, damn, damn. Full respect to Charlton. We'll talk about that match in a second because some interesting and fun stuff coming out of that match too. But also today, Nottingham Forest. Beating Wolves in a shootout 4-3. It was 1-1 heading into the shootout. 4-3 is Dean Henderson being the star in that one, obviously. Duh, who wouldn't have thought that? Too bad he wasn't wearing a ball cap. Also, Southampton. Ah! The biggest upset potentially ever. Manchester City gets dumped out of the Carabao Cup thanks to Southampton 2-0. Guys, what is going on right now? pandemonium chaos insanity ensues but it's great because i love watching city lose oh it's great especially but, what how is this like the first time they've lost in the caribou cup in how many years or did they win it last year really i, I well let me let me take a look here the efl cup real quick um now, yeah no, well, while you're current champions, the current champions was uh liverpool last year so um, Who beat manchester city in the final, yeah, in the final yeah no, what I was going to say was Man City rotated their starting 11 a little bit. Um, but the starting 11 was still plenty good enough mm -hmm. to beat Southampton, who are bottom of the Premier League. So my question is, lot. what went wrong? What happened? Uh, playing flat, being 
too. I don't even. I couldn't even say being tired. I think they just got beat. Uh, I, I think uh, who was in net for uh, Southampton here? Does anyone know? Uh, Bazunu. Bazunu. Oh, he played well. He played really well. Played, Honestly, there was. Well. I was recording my hockey show at the time of the second half, so I was kind of watching as we go on, or as I was recording, and. Uh, there was a couple times, there's this one chance by Holland late in the match where it looked like a certain goal. I was like, ah, it's 2-1. They better start holding on here. And he just, all of a sudden, I see Holland go, oh, my goodness. And Bazunu holding on to the ball. I was like, how did he save that? So I, I think they caught Southampton flat foot, or Southampton caught uh, City flat footed initially. And both their goals came in like six minutes. Uh, Mara yeah. 23rd minute, Gineppo at uh, the 28th minute. So, and they were kind of bangers. I'm not going to lie. They were kind of bangers. So, I uh, love the Manchester City halftime substitutions. Like, I mean, to bring on Nathan Ake, Kevin De Bruyne, Akanji, and Erling Holland, just bang, 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 bang. He's like, Okay, yeah, Man City's woken up a little bit, but they couldn't do it, they couldn't figure anything out. And like you said, you kept watching, and it was chance and chance and chance for Manchester City, and the good chances at that, and just nothing was going for them. So, mm -hmm. I'm very happy to see Southampton go through. So, Holland comes in what the fifth or 40 56 minute here. Mm -hmm. Fair enough, you aren't going to start him, but uh. Uh, who was it? It was uh, um, who's our uh, Liverpool supporter that we love? Patty Murphy. Patty yes, Murphy. Sir. He tweets out. He goes, uh, Holland is a goal merchant. He's uh, very. I think you said pedestrian or bad when he doesn't score goals. Am I right in saying Erling Holland has not scored a goal again in twenty twenty three? You are wrong. Am I wrong? Yeah, he scored four goals in four games so far. Since the end of the break, no big deal, right? But no, but since 2023, I, I, part of me thinks that I saw that in the calendar year, yeah, in, in the 2023 okay, well. calendar year, I don't, yeah. I think Holland has not scored yet. Let's I'm, see. I'm shocked, probably has. Uh, Erling Holland, maybe Erling Holland, yeah, see, last, we're all googling now. Last Erling goal Holland. scored, um, never mind, just give me his goal scoring record. Whatever. No. Do you get goaltenders? What did you just say? No, no. Um, I don't know. The last time he scored a goal, <laughs> we all don't oh. know. Is it, nothing just pops up. It's like last last goal. Uh, Hold on. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, no. He maybe you are right. He scored against Brighton. Oh. In uh, 2022. Hey. Yeah. I, I actually Brighton. Yeah, because no. yeah, if I look back, like Premier League, January fifth versus Chelsea, the only goal scored in no, that no, game was no. Riyad Mahrez, and on that was the, uh, that was the only he, game Premier League game. His his last goal came on New Year's Eve against Everton. So yeah. he hasn't scored yet, and it's been eleven days. Somebody report a crime. <laughs> Erling Holland is missing. He's uh, washed. What, should, what else should we mention with the EFL Cup? Uh, Manchester United. Yes, yeah, fun United. stories. I am, at, by the way, uh, just full transparency, I'm like sick while doing this show. So you probably have seen me like mute my mic and hack okay. along. If I stop, that's what's going on. But if we see uh, Brett fall over and stop breathing, we continue. Yeah, but, no, exactly. You know where for, I'm at. You're good. For once in a long time, Manchester United are a favorite to win a trophy. Yes, but in that Manchester United game, 
They play Charlton Athletic, and Charlton Athletic's manager, Dean Holden, yeah, great I saw that. Team, is a season ticket holder at Old Trafford. He was then, after the match, uh, he met up with Eric Ten Hag, had a conversation. They had a couple beers. Ten Hag gave him uh, some wine and a signed Marcus Rashford shirt. That is what believe, the Carabao Cup is, baby. I believe he also invited him to your training facility at Carrington and said, hey, come watch us practice for the week and see if really? we join in anything. It was like, okay. Really? Yeah. I love it. See, that's what the Carabao Cup is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and Charlton I, have had a very interesting season, actually, so far. Um, they've really struggled so far in in uh, League One. They're currently... Well, they're 12th now. They've gone up. But last time they were... Or last time I checked, they were, I think, 17th or 18th. They were down near the bottom. But they're 12th now. So, But okay, you say you're the favorites to win this trophy, was he? You, know? you beat don't. them 3-0. Two of those goals were in the 90th and 94th minute. Did you watch that game? No, I did not. And shut the fuck up. Anthony's goal was beautiful. Then shut I was the watching fuck the Newcastle up. Anthony scored a great goal. Marcus Rashford doing Marcus Rashford things. Let's be honest here. Rashford's being brilliant. United literally dominated that match. Oh, they scored one goal until Rashford came I'm on. Just saying. They should have had four goals. It was okay. like, so what? They literally okay. manhandled Charlton. Did you see what happened with City and Southampton? Yes. Like they're like Southampton beat City. There's a difference between being off and winning games and being off and losing games. Now, and look who's in the semifinals right now, right? You know, but it's not going to be an easy final if they get there. They could play Newcastle or Southampton who beat City. Well, the 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 semifinals have been drawn. Uh, Manchester United play Nottingham Forest in the next round, and Southampton, Newcastle is the other side. I would really, really love a Newcastle-Manchester United final. Those are two clubs desperate for trophies. And yeah. uh, I think Newcastle can beat you. i got to be honest. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Look, look, I look, really look. do. Newcastle, got to respect them. They play good football. They're in the top four. It wouldn't be surprised. Okay, they, they've got a quality side. All right, these things happen. But this is Manchester United's tournament to win now, right? They need Man- the. Manchester United are the only English club left in four competitions. The Premier League, the Carabao Cup, the FA Cup, and the Europa League. Don't ever say Man United is not massive. Eric Ten Hag is the fastest manager in Manchester United history to 20 wins. I believe it took him I promise you one thing. Men men that are bald have big... What are you trying to move here? What? Never mind. Never mind. Oh my god! This fucking guy, man. Anyway, I mean, last week was Brighton's barber. Today it's bald head, big cock. Yeah, I didn't say what? it. He did. He did say it. He did say um, it. But yeah, uh, what else is there? To- this Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. 
Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Talk about Can we talk about something completely random? We're, we're on cup competitions. Mm-hmm. Uh, something completely random that was heartbreaking yesterday at the time of recording, which was uh, Tuesday. Inter Milan defeated Parma 2-1 in the Coppa Italia in extra time. Mm-hmm. The reason this is heartbreaking is because Parma's goalie is 45 years old and his name is Gianluigi Buffon. He deserved another trophy. He really did. Well, I mean, he went Forgot there he last year. He went there last year to go out and try and bring them from Serie B to Serie A. And... Uh... Maybe there's a reason why they're not there. So, but yeah, hey. that was that was something that had to be talked about because heartbreak for John. Actually, here I got I got something to talk about real quick before we talk about the Manchester derby, which is this weekend. The most the here, here are the biggest transfers in Premier League history according to the Sport Bible. Uh, the should we do like a flop or not kind of thing with these? Sure, do it. Come on, flop or not. Jack Grealish, 117.5 million pounds. Flop, 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 flop. Second, Romelu Lukaku to Chelsea, 113 million pounds. Flop, 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 flop. <laughs> uh, third, Paul Pogba, 105 million pounds. Flop, 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 flop. Just gets worse. This one is kind of uh, undecided. Still, I think Anthony, ninety-five million pounds. He's good. Overspent, spent, spent. Yeah, really. Oh, next buddy. up, oh. spinner. Sorry, common- sorry. My club can actually afford good players. But- we have a common theme here. Uh, the next uh, transfer, eighty-seven million pounds. Harry Maguire. <laughs> flop, oh! flop, 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 flop. <laughs> Continues to get worse. Eighty-five million pounds. Jaden Sancho. Oh, flop, 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 yeah. flop, flop, flop. He, he he returns to the list. Romelu Lukaku at eighty four point seven million pounds. Still flop, a flop, 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 flop. <laughs> is it impre- flop. I, I don't know if it's impressive or sad that Romelu Lukaku has been able to break into the Premier League's you know biggest transfer list twice and still be considered flop both times. Except for is the one season United. Out of the entire list, like three quarters are Manchester United. Yes, because the next one was Van Dyke, which has probably been good at eighty four. Good signing. What to watch, Virgil Van Dyke. Eighty four point sixty five million. Uh, Wesley what did you guys Fofana. Do that money, by the way. What was that off you or Southampton? Oh, Southampton. Yeah. 
We got 15 million. No, no, I think we got like 10 million from Southampton. And then, of course, it was your guys' business. Uh, You you can't talk. You have Darwin Nunez, 80 million. Kai Havertz, 80 million. Nicholas Pepe, 80 million. Kepa, 80 million. We're missing somebody here, are we not? Darwin, 80 million? Yeah, flop. Wesley, Wesley Fofana, 80.4 million. Mid. I, I, I actually do not think Darwin Nunez is a flop yet. But yeah, I think that's like you, you put him, you have to put him in the How? same conversation. You, you, you can't. How do you say that? He's I don't think you for six that. minutes. How do you sit there and be so confident in everything you well, say? But Anthony. About well, Anthony. About, uh, Anthony. 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 And you flop. sit here and you are paid. Oh, he's fine, though. I, I, I he's believe. Fine. You he's are not the biggest meme writer of anybody but United. You're a flop. You're yeah. a flop. Well, let's bring it down a notch, okay? He's going to be what I want. Be great still. Huh? Because it'll be great. <laughs> yeah, it can be. But all of a sudden, it's Anthony and you go, oh, well, well. I just said he was overpaid. <laughs> not that he was a flop. Okay. He's a good player. He's on $100 million. Jane Sancho can turn out too, but you're going to call him no. a flop too. No, Jane Sancho cannot. So there you go. There you go. It, it's it's just about being consistent, Liam. That that's all. That's all it is. I'm an NFL referee because this doesn't exist here. You're an NHL referee. That's uh, what you a, bunch, are. a bunch of referees because they're all around. Already, uh, Manchester Derby. Yeah, it's coming I'm up this weekend. Game, obviously this weekend. Uh, how are we feeling about this one? Uh, Manchester City just lost to Southampton. Well, this is one of the closer Manchester derbies I think we've had. Uh, in a while in terms of quality on both sides, right? Like, I think it sets a fire under Manchester City, though, that they just lost, and it's going into the Derby. Where uh, is it at? That was what I was going to ask, too. I don't even know, to be honest with you. Trafford or the Empty Had? Where was it last time? I think it's at uh, the Empty Had. It's at Old Trafford. Yes! Let's go. Old Trafford. United have been in decent form so far since coming mm-hmm. back uh, since the World Cup. Um, Marcus Rashford's hitting great strides right now. Like you said, Messi's coming off a bad loss in the Carabao Cup. Could this be 10 hogs to win? I think so. I, I mean, yeah, last match they lost, what, 6-3 was the final score? So, and I think they played better than City in the second half. Marcus Rashford's in better form. And if I'm not mistaken, but, Anthony Martial scored twice. You know what? Game. I think this is a game where you could potentially make some money. Our friends at Cool Bet Canada have Manchester United to win at plus 330. Draw plus 300. Manchester City to win minus 116. So yeah, chase the sauce. City is the favorite here. City regardless. cost me money today. I had them having three nil up at halftime, and guess what happened? <laughs> so I'm not I'm not betting on City ever again. It was but, already a sin doing it before, and I was like, oh, maybe I can win forty bucks. Yeah, nope, uh, never mind. So uh, yeah, chase the sauce. Don't bet on City. <laughs> if I were if I'm a betting man, I'm going Manchester United win, Marcus Rashford goal for sure. That's that's got to be the sauce right now. You know I what? I'll go. I'll go. I'll go a a draw with Rashford and Martial to score. Ooh, I like your. I like what your mind's at. Martial AM nine, baby. Let's go. 
Also, question regarding Manchester United. Oh, hold on. We have yeah. one more thing with Cool Bet because okay. we do have because. Cool Bet exclusives right now. Right now, know. our Cool Bet exclusives uh, for the 90th minute are Bruno Fernandez over one and a half assists. So basically getting two, three, four, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, over five and a half goals between Manchester United and oh, City. Wow. So over five and a half goals. That'd be a game. great game. Well, I mean, last time it was 6-3, the yep. city themselves hit the over. And, uh, oh, those are the only two for that one. So, okay. <laughs> not saying, just saying. Question. Answer. Brett will agree. I want Liam's opinion. Okay. Are we entering the prime Rashford era? Yes, and it's about damn time. I love that. Fair enough. Because, really... I think Marcus Rashford has all the potential of Kylian Mbappe. I really, I really honestly do. I think he's in that know, conversation. Yeah. He hasn't done it yet, though. He did it when he when, when he first broke on the scene. We saw a, such a creative, dynamic, exciting player. And then he just, he just staggered and went downhill. He's starting to come back into his form. And if United can get their shit together and play good football, he can be a real catalyst what for this team. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh. What? What are you talking about? They What's are on issue? an eight-game win streak. Yes, exactly. Liam. You're getting your shit together. You're playing good football. So then they are playing good football. Well, you're not still not if perfect. They can play you're still good not perfect. Football, then they are playing good football. Uh, you're still not perfect. Oh my god. You're close. Celtic. You're very close. You're a center back away from being good. Don't worry. You're close. I think I think they're good. A I don't think they're center back away. You're a center back away from playing just perfect football. A center back fridge. away. You got a fridge. Maybe. Maybe. I... Who's not playing? Who's he's playing still, over him right now? Still there with a forehead. Who's playing over him right now? Who's playing over Harry Maguire right now? Raphael. And who is uh, a center back? Exactly. That's sure. And a World Cup champion. Just came back from another World Cup final. One of the best center backs in the last generation. And next to him, another guy who just won a World Cup. Who everyone was like, oh, he's too short to play in the Premier League. And all of a sudden, he's again one of the best center backs in the Premier League this year alone. So what are you talking about? That the they question was, back? is Rashford at his peak right now? I think he's getting there. Entering his pride. Yeah. I think United just have to figure it out a little bit more, and you'll you'll get there. All right. How about we move on to another game coming up in the Premier League? Okay. Right. Another one. We have uh, Arsenal versus Tottenham on Sunday. Huge game. Yeah. Huge game. This, this, is, this has got title implications. Same with the Manchester Derby, honestly. like It's interesting to see. Um, our friends at CoolBet. Uh, Canada have um, Tottenham at plus 230 to win. Draw plus 270, plus 124 for an Arsenal win. So uh, it'll be interesting. Yeah, um, I think uh, how many goals will Arsenal score? Because let's be real. We I, all think know, I'm, I think two. I'm going to go two goals. You're going to go two goals? Because we all know that we know how Tottenham plays. We all mm-hmm. know that they sit back and they, they try and attack on your mistake. That means there's going to be a lot of opportunities and a lot of shots for Arsenal, at least in, in my mind. So you say two. Liam, what do you think? Tottenham have consistently been shocking for the first half of the game. 
They have opened the game so poorly. Arsenal need to capitalize on that, and Arsenal need to score in that first 20, 30 minutes. Otherwise, I could see this going mm-hmm. to like a 1-1 draw kind of thing, but I'm going to say 2-1 for Arsenal. I think it's going to be ugly. Mm. Not ugly, ugly, but I say three now. Wow. That'd be yeah. a statement. That'd be a huge statement for Arsenal. It would be, but I don't think necessarily on the Premier League stage. Um, well, I think well, it, it would be in regards to, oh, it's a derby. It's Tottenham. But, mm, well, it'd be more expected. than. I was just going to say, if, uh, if you want to chase a little bit of sauce, if you look at the previous meetings, Arsenal and Spurs, each side have scored at least three goals. Uh, last time they played was October 1st, 2022. Arsenal won 3-1. And then before that was May 12th, 2022. Spurs won 3-0. And then you go all the way back to 2021. It was 3-1 Arsenal. So if history is repeating itself, it could be maybe a 3-0 Spurs. You know, I'm just saying. Right? Interesting. But, you that know, is pretty interesting. Yeah, it's weird. But different teams, though. That's true. Different teams. Um, For Arsenal, they have... If I remember this correctly, Gabriel Martinelli, uh, Bukayo Saka, Eddie Nketiah, and uh, Martin Odegaard all have scored seven goals themselves this year. It's really impressive, honestly. Young and talent for Arsenal. Especially with Eddie Nketiah up there, too. Yeah. So, well, I thought after the World Cup with, with Gabriel Jesus being injured with Brazil, I really thought Arsenal was going to struggle uh, to score and convert chances, but they've come back very good. I mean, so Eddie and Kenny's actually stepped up and done well. Yeah. And hey, that's also credit to Mikel Arteta too, who's put his trust fully in him for a long time. So, And I'll say this quickly. There's a chance. You never know. Maybe we will be live for this game. Maybe, maybe. Oh, news to me, but hey, why not? You know Here what? We are. Um, what else should we, anything else should we move? Also, we got to talk about one thing, uh, going back to Man United quickly. Oh. Back earlier this week, there were rumors that Harry Maguire was going to Aston Villa. Oh, yeah. And we were losing our collective minds. Like, oh my God, it's happening, it's happening. And then Fabrizio Romano was like, reports of Harry Maguire deal down to Villa have now been denied. All parties involved, no negotiations, talks are going. Go back to our group chat. What did I say? You said, I say? you don't believe until Fabrizio says it. And what happened? I I really wish I really wish he would go to Aston Villa. I think he'd actually do okay there. Yeah, I do yeah, too. Actually, 100%. yeah, no, I do too. He would look good in that at Villa. I won't lie. Uh, I think he, he would play well. He'd look good there. He'd fit in. Ben Me. Did you hear about Ben Me though? No. He no. extinguished a rumor. Apparently. Um. Hold on. Let me actually see if this is true. If this is fabricated. I like you using the word extinguished. It's a great word. It really is. Was no, I actually deleted the tweet, but there was a tweet uh-huh. where, like, um, oh yes, about 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 Veghorst. United United District said uh, during Veghorst's early weeks at Burnley, he was known to send messages late into the night to teammates about how they can improve partnerships. Yeah. Ben Mee replied, "He really didn't." That yeah yeah tweet that's so good. Did not exist. That's no. I forgot he about deleted, that. I think that. Maybe the tweet, he deleted the tweet, but yeah, yeah he did. Yes, he did. Um, I have something for you guys. Okay, mm-hmm. this is something a little different. I want you to watch this video and tell me what you see. Hey, remember that dress that disturbed our peace for like three weeks a couple of years ago when we all debated whether it was white and gold or blue and black? Well, it's back, and this time it's football boots. 
The internet is trying to convince me that these shoes that are very clearly gold and white are blue and black. And you know what? This could have worked a couple of years ago with the dress, but I'm older and wiser now and I'm not falling for it this time. They're white and gold, end of story. So shout out to Lavosaurus for that uh, uh, very popular TikTok right now in the football world. What do you guys see? Liam. White and gold. I go white and gold. Okay. So here's the thing. I first saw this TikTok on uh, Toronto FC's TikTok. They had their players react to it. And when I first saw the TikTok, clear as day, black and blue. Clear as day. Okay. The the incisions, like the, the lines are blue. The boot itself is black. However, when I play it here and I, I watch it on, on this screen, it is certainly white hmm. and gold. Now, my theory is we didn't see the entire video because the entire video is a TikTok, so it's, it's not uh, the proper dimensions. I think I see it that way because it starts to shade out the, the actual like gold on the side of it, of the, the photo. And it kind of starts to, to shade in and actually look like a white and gold where the stuff is like gold around it. What did you guys see in the, cause this is based, this is the dress. She mentioned it in the video. This is basically the dress video again or photo again. What did you guys see with the dress? White and gold as well. I think yeah. for me it was blue and black. Yeah. See, See, I saw white, so, and this was the thing, too. I uh, saw white and gold. I was convinced it was white and gold. But at times, I could see it at black and blue. I do Thought get what you're saying, blue. though, with, like, the optical illusion of, like, the shadowing and the lighting. I think it definitely mm -hmm. does play with, like, the, the mind and, like, the eyes kind of thing. So maybe if we did see the full image, it would change a little bit. But clear as day, golden and white. And I just go, hey, those are kind of nice. I would wear them. Yeah, of course you would wear those. Uh, a flash. If you are watching on YouTube, let us know what you see. If you are listening on audio apps, head to our YouTube as well. This is at the 4253 mark. Uh, make sure uh, you let us know what you see because I see there's something different each time. So I think maybe to wrap up this podcast, I don't know if you guys have anything else to bring up. Uh, one trivia thing I will bring up. Oh, I like games. Let's do it. So... The most final appearances for an individual is uh, there's a triple tie at six. Six appearances in the Carabao Cup final. Oh. Who is it? Fernandinho is one. Okay. Can you guess the other two? Six appearances at the Carabao Cup. The Are they Cup. older players? Yes. Like Alan Shearer? Yeah, kind of. And let's just 80s, 90s, 2000s. Oh. The two players Ooh. have tied are tied with Fernandinho for most final appearances of the EFL Cup. Paul Scholes? No. <sighs> Liam, think of one. Well, I'm thinking like if Fernandinho is is involved, maybe another Manchester City player where I go something like David Silva? Oh. No. Mm. The other two players to have six appearances in the EFL Cup are Ian Rush for Liverpool. Oh, yeah. The third one, Emil Heskey. Yeah, <laughs> big man Emil Heskey. Bless really? Liverpool and Villa. What? <laughs> That's so random. He, he had a memeable career, but it was actually a decent yeah. career. 
Um, yeah, most tournament wins, though, of course, is tied with Sergio Aguero and Fernandinho with six. Aguero. So technically, Aguero should be in this list, too. I was going to say Aguero! <laughs> Damn it. Damn um, most penalties attempted in a penalty shootout, 32. 32? <laughs> Darby County versus Carlos. In it one says, game? Most penalties attempted in a penalty shootout, 32. Darby County versus Carlisle United. Who's shooting at that point? Well, I mean, the each managers? team goes 11. That's 22. So they went through a whole team and a half each. That's 18. They shot 18. This can't be real. It, it then, can't be real. So then what happens after that, though? Well, because you, you go through your 11, and then you start again at the beginning of your list. You just start Oh, you do, again. eh? Yeah. Wow. It's sudden death, right? If you keep scoring, you keep going. Wow. I actually Google that most Attempts at a penalty shootout for soccer. Yeah, what is it all time? Is that all time? Or England that... go out after 32 penalty shootout drama. What? They did in 2007 as well. What? Do they have the list of who scored? Uh, hold on. The... Penalty shootouts. Actually, I want to see if there's a record on the Wikipedia page because sometimes I do have that stuff. But Yeah, yeah, no, Wikipedia. Very, uh, very resourceful. Uh, sometimes they're, they're okay. Like, it's okay. <laughs> oh, five longest penalty shootouts from professional football. Okay. Uh, come, on, come on, is this site good? <laughs> this guy just gets um, all Netherlands the and hack um, again. Uh, let me see here. <laughs> Longest one ever. Yes, is KK Palace seventeen. The Civics sixteen. The world record for the longest penalty shootout in professional football game happened back in two thousand five. Uh, between KK Palace and the Civics clashed in the Namibian Cup. Oh, after, after a two-two draw in regulation, and no winner. In Nam, I don't know. I'm gonna the non Indian Cup. What are what these is, teams? I don't know. I'm I'm gonna Google it. The non Indian Cup is where are the, we at? Yeah, this is, like, is this a real country? but in real life? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the Namibia, Bia, Nam, Nambia. That's Namibia. Namibia. There you go. Yeah, that one. That's the, the FA. How do you pronounce is this? It's an actual country. Namibia is a country in Africa. Thanks. They have a Premier League at least, right? Oh, they have to. Okay. I am stupid. He didn't just say that. Well, all of our Afcon supporters are gone. <laughs> That's and, uh, yeah. Thank you so much for joining us, <laughs> bro. Can you so, what was it? the score of the shootout? It, it was 17-16. Yeah. Those weren't the team names. Those were the scores. That's okay. insane. Fuck yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay bro. Prior to that, it was Olympiacos versus Aiki Th- uh, Athens from Greece. So I know yep. that exists. You do. Yep. You do. That's good. Greece <laughs> exists. Good job, Wazino. Should, we should end this now. Yeah, we should well, end this. I, I have one more thing before we go. I need some uh, score predictions from you guys. Okay. Uh, Sunday League pundits, Sunday League, our Sunday League. We are playing uh, tomorrow at the time of recording. We are playing the third place team. Uh, we We're are playing last. third place team. Yep. And we are last. Uh, they have a plus 26 goal difference. They've scored 41 goals. What will the final score be? 9 2. I was going to say 8-2. I had a little more. We're scoring two goals, guys? Come on. Yeah, you're playing? Right, you're going to play in this game? Yeah. I think you're sick. Nah, well, we'll we'll play it through. Over, over, under. Over, under. 7-0. I'm going to go over, under, vomiting on the bench. 
What's what's uh, one over a uh, one or two? How many people? Mm. <laughs> Depending on how <laughs> I feel tomorrow, maybe um, two. Last thing but. I actually want to mention with you, Liam, is that your news, uh, Alistair Johnston, was getting a little bit of attention in Scotland. Team of the week, baby. Team of the that week. Too. Really? His first week in the country against Team of the Week. Let's go. He's been really good, honestly. He's been very, very good. Oh, good. Actually, we forgot to mention one massive thing that happened this week. What happened What's this that? week? Gareth Bale retired. He oh, did. yeah, dude. I meant he to did. put up my LAFC jersey today, but I just couldn't figure it out. Liam, he did retire. I loved Gareth Bale when I was growing up, especially when he was at Tottenham. I loved watching him uh, down that left wing, power, just pace, just it was great. I loved watching. I I always wanted to be Gareth Bale. So to see his career come to an end, kind of in a sad way, in a way, because I mean, moved to the MLS. His career at Real Madrid, well, his career at Real Madrid did not work out at all. Really, he he won five Champions Leagues, but he just didn't become the Gareth Bale we all thought he could be. Gareth Bale may have just been, well, he was in probably the greatest MLS final of all time. But Insane he, game. he may have produced the greatest goal in MLS history. I think Zlatan had a bit better goal. Uh, Zlatan, Zlatan. Well, incredible no. goal. It's. I'm not talking about the skill. I'm talking about the when did, what did Zlatan do at, with the Galaxy? Or a bicycle kick. He scored like a couple long shots. I rest my case. This guy went over there. Yes, he didn't play in a lot, but he goes out there, scores in a game where they just lost their goalkeeper, and he goes. They're down late in extra time, and he goes out there and does Gareth Bale things. Like that was iconic. One of the you greatest can't, moments in MLS history. If you can't great. ever underestimate what he did for Wales. I mean, yeah. Euros and a World Cup appearance, something that Ryan Giggs could never do with his nation. Gareth Bale, probably, in my opinion, is the best ever Welsh player. I know there's some been some greats down the years, uh, but it, last... it is it is sad to see him, him retire a little bit young, but I know he'll still be involved in the game of football and still be involved in, in, in the world of sports. He'll go golfing now. Yes. So yes. Gareth um... Bale won't be gone forever. Last thing I want to mention, Liam, about Mr. Alistair Johnston, he had a quote that shook shock, sent shockwaves through Canadian media. All right. Bagged milk is very real and very helpful, actually. I think if we brought it to Europe, it would really catch on. It keeps the milk fresh. It's one of the best things on earth, bagged milk. I've never, ever, ever seen a bag of milk, so... Because it's we, not, it's not in Alberta. Yeah, it's, it's only in, like it's Ontario, Eastern Eastern Canada thing. Yeah, yeah, it's in Eastern Canada. I think there's yeah. some places in Quebec too that have it, but it's Quebec. it's mostly an Ontario thing. I'm, and then everyone's like, "Oh, that means Ontario is Canada." I'm gonna say Tabernacle. Ah, Tabernacle. Oh, but yes, Ontario is Canada. Are we wrapping this one up, yeah, boys? We'll yeah. Up, yeah. yeah. It's been a great episode. So thank you for watching and listening uh, from the three of us, myself, Liam, Brett, and Waz. We will see you next week, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 